Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another episode of the ABJ Podcast. This is episode 31. It's crazy. That's way too many. I can't believe I'm banging them out this much. Two a week is 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 insane, and I don't, I'm a crazy person. But today's podcast can be really, really cool because I'm having some of my best buds on, uh, and we don't say goodbye. We say welcome back, but we'll get to them in one second. And make sure you check out the links below to support all, everything ABJ. There's merchandise. There's uh, Patreon, there's donations, whatever you want to do. And if you can't do that, I get it. Times are tough. Money's tight. Eggs are too expensive. You can always uh, just hit that share button, hit like, and subscribe over on YouTube or any audio podcast platform you're listening to. Uh, would help out a lot. I'm on the grind right now for uh, getting my equipment so this summer I can start doing the content I really want to do. And some of these podcasts will be done uh, on location, which I'm really, really excited to start doing. Um Think it's gonna be a lot of fun, but yeah, so we're on the grind for that. So any support would be amazing, and uh, we very, be very appreciative of. Uh, yeah, links also below for Adina and Philly Mike, still uh, injured wrestlers on the scene who could use any support they can get. So if you guys can go check them out, they have uh, merch, subscription services, as well as social media you can go follow, as well as the guest. My guest links are below, so you can follow them. Uh, at the, I believe I did, they gave me their link tree. I have to look at it real quick. I, I believe that's what they gave me. Or you can just follow them on all social media at Welcome Back Wire. So without further ado, let's bring those boys in. Let's bring in uh, the, the, the boys of Chris and Mario of the Welcome Back Podcast, formerly of the IWEP Network, RIP. Uh, cue the trumpets. It's, it's dead and gone. But uh, here they are. Uh, they were very good representations of that network. What's going What's on, up? boys? Welcome back, I'm Mario. Welcome back, I'm Chris. <laughs> there you go, man. So I, I, I initially heard you guys' uh, podcast. We met through mutual friends and the crazy world of professional wrestling. So it all ties back to wrestling somehow. Um, and uh, and I listened to the podcast, and I, I knew I didn't know Mario from a hole in the wall. I never met him, never heard of him, nothing. And uh, I, I kept listening, and I was like, boy, I have a lot in common with this guy, you know. And and, and it, it's funny because I feel like. I'm on a journey as well of trying to uh, better myself and fix past trauma and ways of my mental thinking of how to handle things and how to go about things and opening up more and having conversations. And, and Mario is very open about that on his journey as well in this podcast. And uh, I, I really related to him and I feel like I became best friends with you guys. And you don't even realize it because your podcast is just so, a, a relatable and it's it's two buds who are essentially uh reconnecting and just keep spending time with each other through the power of the internet um from from college and for a while there you guys were so far apart from each other but you guys sat down weekly bi-weekly once a month some points because you know <laughs> podcasting can be tre- treacherous <laughs> at times but through life changes through moving through hardships through pandemics you guys kept this podcast going and kept your friendship alive and it's it's a really good buddy podcast and I encourage everyone to listen to it because uh, you will become friends with them and, and you won't even know it. They, they won't even know it because you're going you're gonna to fall in love with them and their stories and, and who they are as people. Well, that means a lot, man. Thanks. Yeah, yeah my brother, he, uh, he has a new relationship. He's, in, he's engaged and she already just knows so much about me because she started listening to the podcast. And so like, <laughs> like in her, his previous relationship, we weren't really connected at all like that deep. Just mm-hmm. through like hangout stuff, but his his uh, fiance now is just like she's like already my sister. So it's like awesome. it's like a it's like a straight line to friendship. Uh, now there's gonna be a lot of references throughout this podcast because I do listen to their podcast <laughs> and there's a lot of things they say or do. So a lot of things you're gonna be like, what the hell does that mean? And you have to go listen to Welcome Back to get to get these references. I'm sorry, it's just a plug for them to go listen. But are are you guys at that point where you're gonna give her a kiss in the cheek? Are you guys at that point yet or? Uh, we're, we're getting there. We're getting right. there. <laughs> she would, she would love it. It's, it's like, uh, once you open that door, there's no going back. So what, so what do I do if you throw the cheek kiss and it's like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. I'm, I guess Italians, it, it's like a thing for Italians as the cheek mm-hmm. kiss. That's like a, a common thing. I think it's a dying art though. I don't think a lot of Italians do it anymore. I think it's like an older generation of Italians. COVID thing, didn't help. No, <laughs> not at all. Remember when we used to spit in each other's mouths? They were good days. You share lollipops. You're like, try this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and so kind of take me through uh, are the or are the listeners. I know we've had this podcast before on different ones, but this is a new platform, so we're treating it as such. Yeah. But uh, where did you guys meet? How did you, how did you guys start your friendship? 
Well, we were in college when we first met and uh, we came in in the same class. So we kind of like, you know, would have similar classes and we kind of knew, knew each other peripherally. Uh, and then I was a, RA for an apartment building. And basically I got to hand pick my apartment. So I was able to just fill, it was like eight guys or something. I got to just fill the room with whoever I wanted. And apartments are like the Holy grail. Like the That's dorms right. suck. You want, you want the apartments you're, you're putting in, like they have like this ranked system based on how long you've been on campus. And like, you can put in and like, hopefully yeah. you get enough points with your friends that you get the apartment. But Chris was just like, uh, he got it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm real quick, I, I want to backtrack. I think for me, this is important. <laughs> Maybe not to you guys because you guys are a little, mm-hmm. but like this is, I don't want to say it's not normal college, but it is a different type of college. Uh, uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's just a small college. It, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a, it's like a Christian college, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, I think that's different. I, 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 sure. Because I feel like when you go to, <laughs> when I say normal college, it's usually debauchery and party and drinking and, and sure. lots of premarital sex. And here it's right. a, probably a different environment. Yeah, there was none of that in my room. I can't speak for the other rooms, but um, <laughs> my room is relatively clean. Yeah, well, you keep um, a tight ship. That's right. <laughs> and uh, so my girlfriend at the time, Sam, was uh, getting close to Mario's girlfriend. And um, and so I, you know, I had this connection. I knew the guy kind of, and we kind of started getting closer. And so I needed to fill my room with people that I wanted to like know. And a few of them were close friends already, but other people I was just putting in there. Cause I thought they'd be a good hang. And Mario was kind of one of those. And uh, it turns out I was right. He is a good hang. <laughs> now, was it love at first sight? Did you guys have any tr- rocky tribulations or was it always just smooth sailing the entire time? <laughs> well, I would say at first sight, it was good. I mean, we were, yeah. we certainly got along at first. Yeah. And what I think what helped was as soon as we moved in the apartment is when my appreciation of pro wrestling started to pick back up because I'd kind of fallen off for a few years after uh, high school. And uh, that like became one of the center pieces of the apartment that and Malcolm in the middle was like the thing that was always on our TV screen. <laughs> That's like, that was a good show. You ever see the, the, the deleted scene of breaking bad, the very last episode oh, yeah. when, when he no. wakes up, and he's essentially back in Malcolm in the middle, and he had a huge dream that he was a drug. He made drugs. That's awesome. <laughs> he tried, he tried made... being Heisenberg, and then his wife's like, "Get off me!" Yeah, yeah. That's, that was literally the deleted scene of the ending of Breaking Bad that everyone was laughing about. Like he woke up and he was the, the quirky dad. He's like, "You're never gonna believe this. I was selling meth." <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so. Um, Go through like was was I, I don't want to I'm not gonna really dive into all the religion talk I know but like was it always like big in the and for both of you growing up and like the reason you went that path going to college like picking that for a school. Well, uh, funny you say you don't want to bring up religion because this is our semi-annual asking you are you ready to submit your life to the <laughs> yeah, Lord? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny because everyone I I have I guess very. <laughs> big stance on where I stand, I guess, with my theology or my lack thereof. And then they're like, well, how do you like, I'm like, some of my best relationships with people on this earth are the most devout Christian Catholics or Hinduists or I I get along with people who support a religion, but they have to be open-minded as well to like, so I get along with you guys really great. Tim, Tim, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's really big in his, in his faith. Uh, So I think it's like a fun dynamic to talk about, not to argue or anything, but just because, yeah, I never really, I, I would have never in a thousand years ever dream of going to like a Christian college or no, even know what that is about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I think yeah. it's kind of fascinating to me about having that faith and stuff. Like, I, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of because you guys are very open minded about it. Like, you're not hating people for things. Like, you're not judging. Like, you probably live what you should be as Christians better than some of the older generation Christians do. And I think that's where my hang up and my turn off is with a lot of it. Yeah, I've yet to dabble in uh, into yelling at my server after service, <laughs> but uh, give it a few more years. We'll see. We'll see how I develop. <laughs> now, um, my my parents had like a divorce when I was like in middle school, and then this is where we hear the air horns. Yeah, you want the reggae horn there? Yeah, <laughs> it's part of the story. And then, uh, as I was getting into high school, my dad remarried, and we moved. And then now here I am in like a town and I'm not old enough to drive yet. So I don't have a car. So like 20, 30 miles doesn't seem like a big deal when you have a license, 
but when you're a teenager that they might as well be in California. I'm not going to see mm-hmm. my friends really anymore. And so eventually you just, you meet a couple people, you know, you are, have a hunger for connection and family. And so you find it in different opportunities and I found my way into a church building. I was like, I think I was actually in my senior year of high school and uh, you get connected with the pastors. You start reading your Bible more, you start studying more and you, and you kind of get that like leading that like, Oh, is this what I'm going to base my whole life on? Is it going to be a backseat passenger like some people, or is it going to be my co-pilot, or am I going to be the co-pilot? And you kind of, you, I, I kind of took that point of making that the center. And if I'm going to follow this thing, I want to know as much about it as possible. And that's kind of what pushed me into the college sphere. Yeah, yeah. I was, I grew up in church, and uh, it was my senior year as well in high school. I had other plans. I was going to like be a music teacher. That was my plan, and um, I just had like this crazy experience with God, what I would say, you know, maybe not hearing the audible voice of God, but I felt like, you know, God was giving me clear direction um, to be a pastor. And so Chris, give <laughs> almost a college like all of your money. <laughs> Very close <laughs> to that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, and so I did that and I kept doing that. And so today I'm a pastor. Yeah. Now, are you, are you, uh, do you run a church now? Are you at that level or like, what mm-hmm. is, like, so you yeah, like, recently, yeah, I was a youth, yeah. a, a pastor to teenagers for seven years. Um, granted that my title was youth pastor, but I was doing all kinds of other stuff. It was a big church. So, yeah. um, but now I'm, I'm a lead pastor of a church, a small church, a small rural church. Um, but it's awesome. I love it. And, and, and that church you had to relocate for, and yes. it actually put you a lot closer to Mario. That's correct. And yeah. my family, I'm currently in, in my grandma's basement. If you can tell, it looks like a basement down here. It doesn't <laughs> I was just look thinking, like a like, basement at all. It looks like a mess back there. But, it looks uh, like a, so. a living I love the wolf blanket over the window. That's yeah, I was just, nice. just thinking. That's the I wonder most if you Pennsylvania can tell thing that ever. That's, I love that. <laughs> well, you got the, the windows aren't insulated, so you got to yeah, keep yeah. the cold out somehow. <laughs> but the wolf blanket, like you go to the like a local flea market and it's uh-huh. like, yeah. Wolf, <laughs> love it. Yeah. So – you guys, when you were in college, you did start a little bit of a pre-podcast where you yeah. guys talked about professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Did that kind of grease the, the the wheels of like later on the the start of a welcome back? Yeah, if we didn't start, Absolutely. if we didn't start um, Total Brovas, then Welcome Back never would have happened. <laughs> it was incredible. The I never knew the name so of it. Good. It's so good. Thank yeah. you. I still have I still have it in like how is that away. not on t-shirts and stuff? I know, like <laughs> I know. I, I mean, total divas. I don't think is a big th- a hit anymore, but I really think that would be that would be marketable. I know, I know. I know. We didn't oh know what we were God. doing, but yeah, I learned really so good. much about editing, and that's one of the things when I look back. Like since then, I, I've done a lot of video editing and a little audio and stuff, and I, you know, I edit the audio now, and uh, so much of that traces back to. <laughs> painstakingly editing videos at 4 a.m. for Total Brovas. Yeah, the Welcome Back podcast. I, w- I don't want to say it's heavily edited because it 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 comes off when you're listening as it's not. Yeah. Um, but man, you I don't have the patience for that. I, I'm I'm the <laughs> I am the uh, epitome of like the stand up comic who started a podcast who hits record and whatever happens in that window is what's going out. <laughs> yeah, sure, I mean? sure. Like, yeah, I'm in that window. But uh, it's like I said, you guys do an amazing job with that. Uh, so you guys were on a, another podcast, uh, for a while and then Mario joined cause you know, you betrayed him and started another wrestling podcast without him. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. during that, I remember listening to an episode cause you guys were very heavily the reasons why I listened to it. I thought you guys were both entertaining. Um, Mario pitched the idea of welcome yeah. back on the show. And it, it wasn't even like a podcast. It was like, we should start the show by saying, welcome back. Yeah, by and saying, then, and then back. by saying, we'll be right back. Yeah, and it didn't stick at all. And then it's you're a, like, you know, we're gonna do our own thing and start welcome back. And yeah, we enjoyed our the concept of an intro and outro so much we started a podcast around it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was not the right place. We should not have done that idea in that forum. We, that was the right decision. Um, <laughs> we made a whole I, podcast about it. <laughs> I think you guys were five or six episodes in, and I had a predetermined uh, thought about who you guys were as humans, mm, and I was like, uh kind of because of association, I guess a little bit. And I was like, I'm not listening to this podcast. There's no way I'm going to be into this. And then you made an episode, a political episode. And I was like, 
all right, what better way to find out where someone stands in the world? <laughs> and I listened to it. And I was like, I'm in. And then I went back and listened to the other ones. And I've been listening ever since. So, wow. like you I said, probably uh, do another politics I was just thinking one. the same thing. Yeah. We, we've been putting off uh, there's this website that I absolutely love uh, called isidewith.com. And it just gives you so many questions. You can answer as deeply as you want and as many as and you want. And it puts you where you should be. Yeah, terrifying. I take it every couple of years actually, and I, I'm I hop around occasionally, and I kind of personally, it annoys me that some people don't change positions over time. Sure, um, but I think like especially because now Trump announced his running like way too early, just because the pressure was getting on from the law. But now Nikki Haley said that she's gonna oppose him in the in the Republican. Um, primaries so like now might be that like right around this time maybe maybe in a couple months might be yeah. the time to like encourage people like, hey before you just pull the the lever on who your parents pulled the lever for and mm-hmm. now you do maybe, maybe it's time to take a look inward yeah because i would say as i would you i would normally i guess when i would lump people who are religious or christian into a politic polit, a political spectrum uh it leans very heavily one direction and you guys kind of tote middle, and I would say swerve back and forth on different options and different things. But like, how do you feel now that the Republican Party is kind of going? And I know this is not a we're going to lose all of our listeners. Fuck politics, <laughs> whole time, but, but like, from what I would gather, I would say you guys are very pro in the aspect of like letting people live their lives, and regardless of what their sexual orientation are, they they should have a right at things too. And and that's not your place to judge, even if it is against religion or religion says differently because you kind of have that mindset of separation between church and state. But now there's like this whole new political party starting off that wants to make our law based on the book. And that's where I have my huge disconnect with this new, I guess you would say like third variation of the Republican party coming out and they're coming strong. As I've gotten older, the the clearer it's become to me that monoliths don't really exist. Yeah. Cause like I know lesbians who are Republicans I know straight white men who are Democrats. I know I know people who are all over the spectrum and, and yeah. things that like you would talk to them and you'd be like, why are you voting against your own interests? You might you might even think yeah. that, yeah. but then you realize that like you and it's kind of what you fell into when you initially thought about us. What we would end up being is that you, is that it's easy to lump, but once you yep. start parsing theory, you realize that there's a lot more distinctions in these things. Absolutely. We talked about lumping a lot in that episode. That the word sticks out to me. <laughs> we yeah. talked about lumping because. I, and to this day, I won't say I'm any political party. I'm yeah. not completely represented by any of them. And mm-hmm. you you talked about how, you know, faith impacts your politics. And for me, I follow Jesus. And and sometimes that means I'm going to agree with Republican stuff. Sometimes that means I'm going to agree with Democrat stuff. Sometimes that means that I'm not going to agree with either <laughs> or I'm going to mm-hmm. find somewhere in between. Um, but they don't like make the calls for my political beliefs. Yeah, no, Totally. All right, we'll get away from politics. I swear to God, dude. Politics, religion, <laughs> and money—they're the things that people say you're not and supposed sex. to talk about. I love talking they're, about it. That's my I favorite do. things to talk about. It's the best way to find common ground. I think yeah. that's why we have so much division because people aren't mature enough to sit down and have conversations and just yeah. be dis- and disagree with each other, but still respect each other. And I think it's that's intimacy. where we have a lot of our like, yeah. People don't want to be intimate, and, and talking about those things is it feels intimate, and people don't want that at all. They just yeah. want to text. I think I think everyone's <laughs> number one. Paul, I'll even add another category in there, Mario. It should be politics, religion, money, and what's your porn category. You know what I mean? I think those, <laughs> they're the four things that everyone should put on the table right away. And just let's get it out of the way. You know what I sure. mean? Sure. Yeah, you'll feel closer to people if you know that stuff. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Drop that tidbit on your next far adventure. Uh, just be like, hey, what's your name? Yeah. What's, your, what's your favorite category when you go to an adult website? And you're going to be like, what? And be like, we're going to bond right here. Because once you get that out of the way, you'll talk about anything. I, I funny little side note is I was I'm on TikTok all the time, and apparently Great way to the, start fights between couples too. That happened. That has happened. <laughs> the generation above us, the like the boomers, no X is above us, so the boomers above them, they Pornhub is always releasing like where people fall into things, what state is is searching this the most. Not yeah, yeah, it's a great cat. Yeah, and I saw a video recently where they said that for boomers. It's um, hand jobs. Yeah, and, that's, old, that's classic. That's a that's an old school classic. And like hot, all those old fashioned. Like this Google like hot woman. <laughs> hot. <laughs> yeah, that's an inner internet literacy problem. Yeah. 
I want a hot woman who gives hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Living the dream, boomer. <laughs> then they stumble on an all tall step brother and stepsisters thing, and that's just yikes. Strange. Don't yikes. like that at all. That seems bad. It's not good. It's not good. You should dabble just for experimental reasons. <laughs> oh yeah, just just to know what's happening in the world. You know what I mean? Just so, so your feet are nice and firm on this earth. Uh, <laughs> um yeah so that's that's enough of that um so ha- have you guys ever had a moment on the podcast where you didn't really know something about each other and it actually came up on a podcast and you really like i'd never knew that about you mm. type deal well, we definitely like know i feel like i know who mario is like i know a lot about him and but but hearing how he came that way like hearing little stories about how he moved like seven times in his like school age time and uh and like hearing his relationship with his parents and his siblings hearing like the little stories about the past that produced the person that i know is uh that's always interesting i think that's interesting for no matter how close you are to somebody yeah yeah it's it's by getting to know the people around chris personally is what like Hmm. takes my level of understanding chris to that next level like knowing his wife, getting to know his, his siblings and her siblings. And uh, even in college, I had an interview with Chris's parents to like, wow. it was for, do you remember, do you remember that? No, it was for, there you go. Um, we just, we just did one right here. <laughs> you, you must've forgot about it. Cause I it asked you permission familiar. to do it, but it was for pastoral ministry and practices or something like that. Yeah. And, and we had to like interview married couples divorced couples remarried couples and so i was like chris you, you have you have parents that fit in that category and wow. so i got I, I did like a couple phone interviews with his family that's crazy I, I, I that is one thing that i think you guys should bring more into the podcast i think you guys are really good at interviews i think you're good mm-hmm. at dissecting guests and asking questions uh that that are I don't know. Like they're just, I just think you're very talented. I think you guys should add more of that to the, to the pot. And, uh, and like I said, I like you guys will interview in the same boat as me. Like I'm in an industry where like, sure, I can go and reach out to people who've been on TV and who have accomplished things, but I like to talk to people I care about and learn more about them. I think you, your approach to things is a little differently when it comes to how you interview, like either one of you could probably interview a member of your family. Like, are you guys bring your, your, your significant others on? And I generally like, I'm interested because of the way you guys conduct yourselves and the way you guys like it, it's hard to find content where people are just being genuinely them. I think everyone mm-hmm. who's in this content space is playing a character or they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're putting on a facade that they think what's going to get them likes and views and, and content creators like us, where it's just kind of like chatting with our buds is, is not always going to be the most popular thing um, because we're not rich and famous and people are like, why should I care about them? But it is just a really wholesome piece of content. And I, I just think you guys should bring that in more. I think you'd be, I think you, you, the interviews you've done in the past have been really good. And I think you should do more. I received that feedback because I enjoy it a lot. And it is very much a skill to like get information out of somebody and keep it interesting and keep it like not surface level. Make sure like that, that stuff is really interesting to me. Um, Stay tuned because you're, you're a couple episodes behind, but we just released an episode where we interview my 16 and 18 year old siblings in law. So that was, I, I thought that was really interesting to hear, you know, it's, and you guys just, interviewed a band, uh, mother, mother, yeah, Ryan. That, that was, was one of my interview. favorites as well. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I don't know. There's some times where you guys do topics and interviews. I'm like, man, I wish I was, wish I was in the conversation. That this <laughs> and I'm talking to you guys through my car or there's been times where I'll like, send you some messages like yeah, yeah. I just listen to pod and uh, I just wanted to give my feedback on it <laughs> always do always <laughs> give me feedback appreciate it for sure yeah I, I do it a lot because it's it's tough man because when you put something out there and you're like hey if you guys think that was cool do that but a lot of people just listen to a podcast they consume it they enjoy it and they move on but they don't yeah. realize how much it means just to kind of get like that review or to get a response yeah. on social media be like hey listen to podcast this is like that that's helpful like yeah. <laughs> like um I I, I was having a pretty rough mental health for, for a while there. Uh, I'm not saying I'm any better, but, uh, and I had a, a wrestler who I really respect reach out. He's like, Hey man, I listen to podcasts and not only would I like to come on, but I listened to a couple episodes and I thought it was really good. And I like what you're doing. And it helped me a lot. Like I was like, man, that, that meant a lot. Yeah, you know no what I mean? Way. Cause it's one thing though, just for people to reach out and be like, I want to do, I want to be on what you're doing. Cause I see it's getting traction and I see it's getting <laughs> successful and I want to be on it just because I want to be on it. But to take time to, uh, 
to actually listen to the person's content and then want to be on because of what they're producing and not what their numbers are producing is it it's 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 nice you know mm-hmm. yeah that's like when we when we interviewed mother lion what i felt like was we can do each other a favor here you know like we can share audiences like we can get entertain make an entertaining interview for our audience and help your audience get to know you in a medium that they don't usually get to know you and uh and, th- and that's kind of how i feel here too be able to uh provide something different but still in line with our values. Yeah, you, I, I mean, it's funny that I said, like, this is not going to be another, uh, not going to be a pro wrestling interview, but it's funny how connected we are because yeah. of pro wrestling. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when, uh, when ABJ launched, it was, it was like, okay, we got to, we got to get on that and we yeah. got to have him on ours because, you know, creators, supporting creators is kind of like, it's, it, at a certain point, you know, it's almost like, why wouldn't I help out my friend? Why wouldn't sure. I want to collaborate with, with someone in in the same space as us. Yeah. 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 It was, it, and you actually, speaking of reaching out and, and doing things, uh, Mario actually made me a beer review one time for banging beers at the time. And yeah, it was yeah. probably my favorite piece of content I've ever received. Someone <laughs> made a beer review and sent it to me and it was the funniest thing ever. I think I, I clipped it and put it on TikTok and everything. It was just so good. You you revered for you reviewed four loco uh-huh. and you're like taste like blue. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, this is awful. This is terrible. Um, which which is amazing. It, I, it meant a lot. But that is true, man. Just supporting each other is, is is super key. But uh so so now you're on season three. You've been doing this now. Season for, three. For, season uh, three. Season how, three. Is it, are you doing it by year or by like Halloween's <laughs> okay. That's not how you measure your seasons. <laughs> I usually, I see, I usually start um, at a month and then I just don't call it a season till the like the end of the next year. So like, sure, I started in October, but that like January wasn't the end of season one. So I will season one for me will be end of twenty twenty three, and then I don't whatever know. was in the beginning of twenty twenty two will kind of get lumped into it. Yeah, our first episode was a Halloween episode for some reason, and so Dude, that's kind of how so we, many podcasts start in October, it. November. It's just like, yeah. Like, well, that was also the time when like the number of podcasts just like skyrocketed. There was just like it went from like a couple thousand to just millions of podcasts. It has since gone down, and we have survived. Both of us have survived. So you did it. Uh, go podcast if you're I, some some content creators in the comments too. Congrats yeah, we, if you made it. The purge. If, if you guys have any questions too, or uh, anything in the chat, or you want to, please, the, the chat is always open if you want to throw some comments or some questions out there. Um, so th- th- we'll start there. As content creators, um, what what keeps you guys hitting the record button? What keeps you guys keeping the content going? Because it's it's very easy to be like, you know what, today I, I'm, I'd rather go do this, or I'd rather not sit in front of a camera. Um, I think I've know the answer because it was probably a reason what kept me going for four years uh but yeah what what is what is what's been your motivation it's just the listens man i just live and die by that number you know i just watch it (laughs) (laughs) i mean i've said it several times on the pod that like even if no one listened at all it's like this is my opportunity a week or every two weeks to like connect with chris yeah 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 yeah, it's same like, here, even man. If, even if no Having one people at the table and just sitting down and, and connecting with people was was really, really fun. We'd probably switch it up from a podcast. Like after a while, if we did get truly zero listens, like after a while, we'd probably <laughs> just switch to like, all right, let's do the phone call, like the the podcast live on a phone call, just you and me. We're the audience, and then that's kind of it. But um yeah. Yeah, just like, I, well, I'm glad you guys are keeping the record button because I enjoy the conversations and I love when you guys rank things. I love when you guys talk what's going on in the world and it's your takes on stuff. I'm into it, you know, and I think a lot of people will be like, once again, we're not celebrities. We're not famous people who have been on TV shows. So what? Wh- why should our opinion matter? But I, I feel yeah. like they should like the everyday person should have just as much of a voice. And they're just as fun and entertaining as everybody else. I've been on TV a number of times. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I I've made a couple appearances on PA Live once, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was I was on. Oh my goodness, we should do that as an episode. We're gonna talk about that soon. Did you uh, Did you go on TV and talk about necro uh, necromancy and how you're gonna bring back dead pe- dead musicians from the dead and oh. have them rock out on stage? I don't think so. That went over like a fart in church. It was uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the host was like, "Shut this shit out." <laughs> <laughs> the guy when i was in 
the guy we uh, walked in and, and obviously i dressed the way i dress and i was with other other members of the band and he literally looked at us and walked in with his like morning tv show suit and tie and he's like oh here everybody how you doing oh glad to see these guys dressed up today and i was like oh, fuck gosh. you <laughs> bye yeah it's so and it's so he, fake he, he, pass, he passes off he passes off he's like wow you you interview these guys and he walked away and we got somebody else and she was way cooler anyway that's messed like, up. Like the information is the important part, not the personalities. But so yeah. many things are just the 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 personalities when it comes to the news. And like in the interview, he was offended by you guys for not like doing it the way he would want to. But he's forgetting he's not the subject. He's <laughs> trying to get information from you. Well, he guys. didn't even get the inter- he didn't even interview us. He pawned this off to his yeah exactly the, the other girl, and she thought it was he got funny, so but... in his head about how important yeah. he is, how the the picture he wants the. The way he wants it to look. He put, he put extra whitening strips on to look like a fake human being and then sit in front of the camera and put on a stupid <laughs> fake voice. Hey, I love, girl, hearing, I love, the I love getting the clips of newscasters who who don't realize they're on and they're just talking normal like this and then they realize that it's recording and then they <laughs> yeah, shift yeah. and they're, oh, as they've said oh. over in this place. That's one of the things in professional wrestling that drives me bananas. Is when you're talking to guys like, "Hey man, how you doing? Great, great." Oh, one second, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Like, why are you doing that? Like, Howard Finkel is dead and gone. Be yourself. Come up with something original in yourself. Like, are wow. you get on commentary and they're like, "Ladies and gentlemen, welcome." To that. I'm like, just be yourself, man. Talk, talk in your voice. But we do have a question, Hunter Dillon. Yes, yeah. question for all three of you. What is the key to hosting and creating a good podcast? We would have no idea. Uh, something that keeps listeners and viewers tuning in every episode bro if we figure it out we'll let you know (laughs) i i never once have tried to create a good podcast (laughs) um we have had a few times where we realized that what we created wasn't very good and so we're like we've stopped mid podcast and be like all right we're just gonna delete that please do me a favor when you when you talk about stuff and you're like, oh, we recorded this whole podcast and then scrapped it. As someone who listens to every episode and wants like that infuriates me. I'm like, I want to listen to what you thought wasn't good. Like that yeah. drives me bananas. Yeah. Oh, I hate Sometimes that. we're just not jiving, you know. Sometimes yeah. people like when they create paywalls and patreons and stuff for like extra content, usually it's like extra good content. We we could probably make a Patreon where I you're paying money to get to, to listen to your to get worse content. Yeah. Yeah. I would pay five dollars for what you deemed as your worst content. And I'd probably love it. I'd probably Yeah, like, our very first episode. Our very first episode when we were like we should try a cup podcast. We did a whole episode about circumcision. And, I still uh, think we should put that one up. One hundred percent. man. No better way to get to know somebody is by either talking about or seeing each other's wieners. You know what I mean? Like it just it just breaks down barriers. Yeah. Oh wow, your parents something. mutilated you too. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but now to, to the actual question, at least from my point of view, is create something that you would enjoy. Because at the end of the day, even if something's a hit and it and it's a huge success, if you hate doing it, you're gonna hate this success. Yeah, you're gonna I, hate that you feel obligated to do this thing you dislike. So hopefully. You're not so unique that you're the only person in the world that'll enjoy it. Chances are other people like things you like. So if you create something you like, you'll find an audience. Yeah. That's uh, dude, all, especially in the wrestling space. Everyone's like, Oh, you should do this and this and talk about this and that, or make this type of content. I'm like, that's what every other person's doing, and it looks boring. Like sure. it doesn't stand out. It doesn't. Sure. It doesn't stick to me. And they're like, "Yeah, but that's what's going to get your views." I'm like, "Well, then I don't want the views because if that yeah. gets me popular, then I have to stick with that, and I don't want. And then, and then I'm not going to enjoy what I'm making, and then it's going to be a chore every time, and I'm not. I'm going to hate it." Yeah, uh, cat yeah. cam right here. Nice. Yeah, but uh, My for example, like we did the beer podcast, and we we put a lot of thought and effort into what the beer podcast was going to be. And I, the first thing I said is we're not going to be a frat boy beer podcast. We're not going to be shotgun and beers. We're not going to be going to places and getting mm. blackout drunk and being that guy, because if that's what gets us popular, guess what's going to happen every time we walk into a bar, we're going to have to be that person. Right. And I'm yeah. not prepared for that. Yeah. Be real. That's it. Like yeah. we, we dabbled already, you know, just be who you are. And, uh, and, Mm, that doesn't make it popular, but it makes it good. Like, yeah, it, it, you can't guarantee people are going to listen to it, but mm-hmm. it, I think it can be, it, it's better than faking it. That's for sure. A hundred percent. Dave, Dave says, uh, what is your favorite episode that you've recorded so far? Oh. 
suddenly I can't remember any of our episodes. <laughs> when you had the I truth love... behind illusion crew on it, we talked spooky stuff. Very good. No, I hated Very having good. that podcast. So I'm glad that one's dead. <laughs> no, um, I really enjoyed. We do our... at some point. <laughs> Got me in a lot of trouble. I enjoyed our. So we have two different styles. We have like a like a shooting the breeze podcast where we kind of come to the table with topics, but we see where the conversation goes. But then we have stylized ones like our presents episodes where it's a unifying theme throughout and i enjoyed i enjoyed the love episode that we did around valentine's day two years ago Mm -hmm. and that so that was that was actually fun to go down that rabbit hole of past relationships and then the one that meant the most to me was our bullying episode Mm. yeah yeah, that was a good one too. Um, I remember, I believe it was the bull, one of the episodes, uh, and I, I, I reached out to Chris. I believe Mario. I mean, definitely reached out to Mario, but I don't know if I reached out to Chris. But I, don't know if I put it in the group chat. But uh, you told a story how you you were at a uh, a restaurant and you went and ordered food, and then you walked in the restaurant and everything went wrong. Like the food was wrong. They did everything wrong, and you got pissed and you walked out and you walked home and you left all the food there and you were frustrated and then you got home and your girl kind of like yo well are we gonna eat like what's like what are we gonna do here and then you kind of like sat there and you're like yo they're working hard they probably got busy mistakes happen you calm you calm down and instead of just being like f it i'm gonna move out my day and everybody all things will be forgiven uh you swallowed that pride you swallowed your feelings and you went back and you're like hey guys i'm really sorry that i did that and uh, you know I'm, I'm not here for the food or whatever i mean i'd like to have my food but <laughs> i'm really really sorry that i kind of came in here and acted the way i acted and then behind the counter they're like dude that they were so numb to it i guess you were they saying didn't that realize they, who it was yeah um but it it, it I, and then i had a moment as well where something similar happened to me and i got frustrated and i started snapping out and I remembered that story and it made me calm down for a second. And I was like, listen, I'm sorry. I'm snapping on you. I'm just having a shitty day and I shouldn't be projected on you. And, and that was something I learned from the podcast is maybe just mm. take a step back, breathe. Uh, and another thing I kind of learned from you guys too, is have a conversation um, is, is tell people how you feel and tell people what you went through and tell people what you're feeling. And if they still don't respond to it, then you can handle things differently or maybe cut people off, even if they're really close to you. But just to step back for a second and have the conversation and, and not react with pure emotion like I've been doing for 30 some years of my life is always not the right way to go about things. It's crazy when you're in your 30s, that's when you start to look back and like, all right, I've kind of screwed that first 30 up. How do I do this <laughs> yeah, next 30? Yeah. <laughs> my, my mental uh, trauma that I ever went through, it just made me a complete monster and everyone around me either hates me or fears me. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's something great... that something that we want to happen in the podcast is and episode 13, we were on a we were guest on a podcast called Podcast Tactics. And it was a guy who just interviewed people who were doing podcasts and he has since stopped making podcasts. We outlived him. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but one of the things he said, which kind of became one of our missions, was after he listened to our podcast, he called an old friend and like just to check in, see how things were going. And if people do that after listening to us talk, like I can't imagine a better thing we could be doing. Um, yeah. So that was, that was really big. I would say if you're like trying to check out, listen to us, um, the backies are a fun tradition of ours. Um, it's our yearly, you know, um, award show where we give out, you know, the backies or the awards. Um, I was in the middle of listening to that and I didn't finish it. So I don't know. Oh, who yeah. won this one. Well, you can get into it if you want to talk about who won some awards. Sure, sure. No, check out the episode. The okay. <laughs> that's true. We don't want to give it away. I'll tell you that we can. A tradition is that we fight over who deserves Person of the Year, and uh, so that's something you can look forward to. Person of the Year is okay. So Chris likes structure, right? So who who are the nominees for Person of the Year? Everyone Burke is always <laughs> Burke Reicher is always nominated, <laughs> and then um, and then we just argue. <laughs> It's like, so who did you bring to the table for your nominees for Peace Person of the Year? My goodness. It starts you... the very first year we did this. Yeah. It was it was January 2021. I nominated Dolly Parton. Do you know what she does? She invested in a vaccine research. She invests in um, bringing people out of poverty and illiteracy and Appalachia. Amazing woman. Big and Mario cool. said, you sure? That's true. <laughs> and Mario says, Bert Kreischer. Oh, I know, I don't. 
And, and, and then I realized we are approaching person of the year in a fundamentally different way. <laughs> hey, the, the pandemic had hit stand up comedy. My favorite thing to watch had come to a screeching halt and he figured out a way to keep it alive through, through the revolutionary idea of setting up stages at drive-in movie theaters and doing a tour that way. Cause Man, all, all the clubs are closed. All the, all the venues are closed and he, he solved the problem. He just wanted to go drink and not be at home, though. Amen, brother. And he he put out a special that year. His podcast was was blowing up like crazy. That's that's why I nominated him. He is he was having such an amazing year. That's why I wanted to give him the thing. All right, without these people to help, I I guess I guess we're I'm asking for a little bit of a spoiler. But who 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 are some people that were put on the table here for 2023? Dark Brandon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Joe Biden, that's who I threw up first. I and believe then... I brought NASA to the table. Uh not a person, but uh NASA had a really good year. Hubble um not Hubble, James Webb telescope year, the DART mission, lots of cool stuff at NASA. Yeah. Um neither of those nominees won. We uh, Burke Kreischer, clean please. Yeah, apparently <laughs> actually in twenty twenty one we year. didn't give one away. In twenty twenty one we gave it to the backers because we couldn't agree. Yeah. I'm trying to think so who I first, put as the first time we did Burt Kreischer. The second oh, time, year. the second time I nominated Burt Kreischer. This is the first year <laughs> I didn't. You know who I would nominate this year? Tell me. Uh, only because this podcast is the is a, it reminds me of used to a lot, and it's funny because I feel like even if you're not an athlete or a sports fan, I think their podcast is really interesting and really good. I think I think New Heights, the Kelsey brothers, had a really good oh. podcast. And and it led it, dude. Talk about a podcast that led to the like the pinnacle, right? So it's two brothers who really don't get to spend a lot of time with each other, who don't get to talk a lot, who don't have the interaction. They came together more than they said they in, in their entire lives. They they reconnected through a podcast, which is essentially welcome back, but two <laughs> brothers. And then these two brothers go on and face each other for the first wow, time ever as epic. two brothers in the Super Bowl. And they even like he won the Super Bowl and he literally like without shamelessly plugging his podcast, he's like, yo, I feel I played the best year of my life in football because I was closer to the person I love the most by doing a podcast and just taking a time, an hour or two a day just to talk to my brother and and make that connection. I was like, bro, this is like the famous version of Welcome Back. You know what I mean? Like you have two top NFL athletes doing Welcome Back, but just having fun with it. Um, So I, I, I would name and they're both really good people. It sounds like a solid podcast of the year, if you ask me. Yeah, I would. I would give <laughs> yeah, them. The backies, would, we, we do like ten awards, I think, somewhere yeah. like that. I also really fell in love with the Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. Oh yeah, that I was lo- good. I, I love the show, so the podcast yeah. is right up there too. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do awards for song of the year, album of the year, and uh, social media streaming service. This year Stand we introduced of year. flub of the year, so like just the biggest flub. mistake, biggest mistake of the year. So yeah, that was our flub of the year is coming up with the flub. Yeah. One of the issues was we decided not to give a flub of the year to a person because we don't want to give an award to Kanye West. It just wasn't a good look to be giving awards to Kanye West. You know, that's for sure. That's for sure. That slap really did did number on him. (laughs) Yeah, Internationally known uh, Welcome Back podcast. We didn't want to tarnish our brand by (laughs) awarding bad actors. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um yeah yeah it was uh that was something that's uh, but so you guys are also very we talk essentially just what we're talking about very driven by pop culture and, and stuff like that um have you like you guys do usually at the end of each podcast you recommend a book or you recommend a movie or a television show or something like that have you guys ever i know mario have have you ever read the book is this book i've read parts of the book yeah, yeah so okay chris gave you a book to read i think yeah. season mm-hmm. one yeah, what's the mm-hmm. name of that book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wouldn't know. Uh, f- uh, Although that's the only the cover is the only page I've ever seen. How so. to no? I read the first two chapters. How to talk funny or something like that. That's close. And it's a book. It's a where book about it, stand up by you a know guy. Where the book where is right now in your house? Where is it sitting? This is it's a right fun next to my bed. I see it every right single day. <laughs> I see it every single day, and I never open it. On it when you go to sleep, like you just put your. <laughs> it's it's right there, but um, one of these days. I'll read it, but I got the gist. I'm reading it. I'm like, I already know everything in this. It's kind of like my college experience. Anytime I sat down and listened to these professors talk, I'm like, you're not telling me anything new. Who are you? Who are you to try to tell me about philosophy? Hmm. (laughs) I've thought thoughts before. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, another episode that I listened and I was like, some of some of the picks were rough. Uh, I was telling him that the 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 you guys picking horror movies, as especially as non horror movie fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who that was rough. That was we hard. Picking horror movies. Yeah, we, we were, were designing we were a Halloween movie marathon. Yeah, yeah that's I the would, key. I would. I would cancel my subscription of whatever <laughs> if that was your some of your picks. Oh my goodness. I can't even go back and remember some of them, but they were rough. I'm thinking about it now that we've talked beforehand. They were pretty good picks all around because we we created a structure because we know there's gonna be a time at night where the marathon starts. Everyone's gonna be awake. Then the but kids go to bed spooky. and you have a little tradition. <laughs> and then like by the Halloween end talent. <laughs> one one thing about Mario, he will double down. One yeah. thing my about la- Mario. Every my last time. one was, I think, Terrifier was my last one. Yeah, that was a good pick. That was actually, I, I would just, definitely lean. You don't more start your six p.m. movie marathon with Terrifier. Yeah, with a girl getting chainsawed down the middle of her yeah. body to her forehead. Start with the family, then something funny, then something mm. horrifying. I would Same. love to watch a, a really gruesome, fucked up horror movie with Chris. I think that just that'd be <laughs> joyous because I, I just feel like that's not your wheelhouse at all of style of movies. <laughs> <laughs> I like good storytelling in no matter what form it's in. If it's a good storytelling, <laughs> I'll I'll watch it. Um, what is something you read you watch recently? Uh, I've never watched anything in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished The Walking Dead. Incredible. The TV show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I gave Loved up on that. It. I gave up on me that. too. And then I came uh, back and I'm glad cool. I did. I read the books, and I, I don't want to sound like that person, but I read the comics. And oh, the sure, ones. Sure. It, it did not translate to the con- the TV show for me. Yeah. Um, incredible. Have I'm you watched Lost for the third time? <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? Because it's so good. You don't yeah, understand. Yeah, but it ends so bad. That's made up. Don't listen to that propaganda. Oh. Watch it again. Um, oh. ha- Mar, have you seen Black Panther yet? Uh, Wakanda Forever? No, not yet. Oh my god! Quite I good. think, man, I don't, I don't really watch anything new. I cry like a baby. Emily and I were were watching Vampire Diaries for the first time. Heidi was into that for a while, and then she watched like the spinoff show. I'm trying oh, to yeah. get Emily to he watch Dragon Ball Z with me. Ooh. Um, actually, I watched the originals, the spinoff to the um, the Vampire Diaries first. I didn't realize it was a spinoff. Who's the guy with the really bad plastic surgery who looks like this the whole the whole whole show? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? I have no idea who you're talking about. He has like the worst plastic surgery, and he his eyebrows literally do this the whole time. He's just like, I'm a vampire, like, and it's not even like the makeup. That's just how his face looks. Oh, that's I, probably that's probably Damon from yeah. Vampire Diaries. All the girls are like, he's so hot. I'm like, he looks like a bot surgery. Yeah, Stefan's the hot one. Yeah. <laughs> We just started, um, restarted Arrested Development because it's leaving Netflix. Great and, show. Uh, solid show. And my wife likes it, which I was not expecting, but she's into it. So that's great. I, uh, my guilty pleasure shows. I, so I, I just put them on and rewatched them from beginning to end. And I've probably done each show a hundred times. And that's the reason why I've never watched anything new. <laughs> the Office is on that yeah. list. Yeah. Parks and Recreation okay. on mm-hmm. that list. Uh, Always Sunny on mm-hmm. that list. Uh, uh, Bob's Burgers. So on good. that list, um, what's another one I, I go through a lot and I just put it on Trailer Park Boys? Mm. It's so uh. stupid, but it's funny. It's, it's, uh, I think you should leave is on that list. Uh, yeah, I just heard that recently. <laughs> yeah, have you watched it, it yet? Very good. Yeah, S- speaking stupid of funny, speaking of the office, are you the same type of mentally ill that Chris is where you'll just watch <laughs> it over and over? It's literally over? just said. Yeah, I've probably seen The Office beginning to end at least 10 times. I don't get it. I severe, is it because you guys are from the area? Like, is there something no, in the I water? Just, I, 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 fun fact, now that, like, our all of our water population is completely destroyed, is, like, now when I'm getting in the kick of drinking more water. So oh. if I die in two weeks, that's probably what it is. I'm trying to come we back need you soda as a water. test subject. That's helpful yeah, to know. I'm just, just drinking tons of water and everything's all messed up because we're just derailing trains and dumping chemicals in oh, waters. But uh, conspiracy corner. Um, yeah, right. I'm yeah. afraid of the office because, like, so you don't hear from anyone who's who has watched The Office. It's people who watch 
active like <laughs> do you watch the office you know that is, show that i, I will did say this right ago? now do you watch that currently yeah it is it is one of the shows that i feel that when you watch season one's a tough watch right because season one and season two dramatically are not what the show ends up being sure. um but when you stick through it and you go from see i like season one and two and a lot of people mm-hmm. call, like yeah. say that they're the bad seasons because because uh, it was cringy and michael was really weird but like it's one of the only shows that by the end of it you're every character gets a storyline every character mm-hmm. you you become invested in like like who you who the show tries to steer you to to be like this is the main story you still like well i like these two people and i like their <laughs> story like it when i i just feel like when it when it ended it was a fulfilling ending for every single character on the show and i it just there's episodes i still cry like i cry to like i watch oh, sure. i'm like oh my god you got me again but uh i just started watching the super fan episodes on peacock where mm. it's like the extended cuts but yeah that's on there but i just started watching um from season one all the way through and i i it doesn't age well it's one of those shows that like if they try to put on tv today it would not go over well but it's just so good um married with children oh yeah i've been going back and rewatching married with children and it's dude ed o'neill's facial expressions in that show (laughs) such a good good show (laughs) i'm on season three right now of that um What's been dominating my weekends is uh, the UFC. And we're in the middle of eight weeks straight where every weekend there's a UFC event. And I'm pretty excited. Like Fight Nights, the big one. UFC ones. broke my heart, man. What broke your heart? Nobody cares, Mario. Dana White broke my heart. He just a, he's, like a, he's like a slumlord. Uh, and, then, and then everything <laughs> he fought for to get UFC into certain states and – making UFC legitimate and, and, and trying to sell everybody and how like it, it could, it, it should be allowed in New York and it should be allowed here. Mm-hmm. And then he starts a slap company and oh, I'm just yeah. like, what is wrong with you? dude? Like, <laughs> I'm just waiting for that to fail. Someone's going to die. Like yeah, someone's going to yeah. get severely severe. Like you are literally standing there dead center feet planted and just let someone hit you in the head. as hard. Like even UFC fighters are like, how in the same breath are you Dana White who tries to who fought the athletic commission to get UFC into the state of New York, but then say that slap boxing's safe? It's not. It's not safe. It's CTE it's, it's machine. Irresponsible. It's it's awful. It's not good at all. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't get enjoyment of watching someone stiffen up and twitch on the ground because they took an open hand slap to the face. Like you know who likes that, that stuff. Happens. The people who like that who like that stuff are the people who will watch cage fights and think it's boring when guys are wrestling or doing jujitsu. Yes. Like so they like, literally only like highlights. They don't understand. Yeah. They want the to see the guy get knocked it. out. Like they want, yeah. it's like, a, it's like watching NASCAR. They don't, they don't get the, and that's what the slap how, is. It's the slap thing is just a highlight reel of hits. Yeah. It's so, it's so damaging. And I think it ruins the, I think it ruins the UFC because the guy who endorses it endorses the UFC and then just like when they built the whole ranking system and then the ranking system got thrown out the window because a fighters were getting paid so little that champions were walking away from the sport that people were just like, Oh, all I have to do is throw a dolly through a bus window and I can get any title shot I want, even though I don't fight ever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like a lot of what UFC essentially became pro wrestling. And I was like, if I'm gonna watch pro wrestling, I might as well watch pro wrestling where it's mm-hmm. well, at the end of the day, they really do have to fight someone. Yeah, absolutely. But it's just like, you're not getting the matchups that you should as a fight fan because you're because it's being polluted with who talks the most trash and who can skip the ranking system because they can sell a fight better. I disagree with you so much right now. Yeah. <laughs> so much right now. Because I, I don't just watch UFC and the number, like 284, 283. Yeah, yeah. I watch all the fight nights too. I watch the mm-hmm. contender series. There's, I mean, there's legitimate like i stopped for a there. long time so I, you're probably in the boat where you pro- you're probably defending it like i was for a long time but oh no i just, understand it, exactly it what you're saying like conor mcgregor like, should have been released a long time ago but he makes money yep so like there's a there's a delicate balance and, and what's then, like, nice about so many divisions like, was afraid is that him. when a division Crazy. does get flooded with the the types of characters who just who, who know how to tweet right to get a fight yep. there's other divisions that are still you know less show buddy and at the and at the end at the end of it all when you trash talk your way into a title fight 
if the guy who has the title is the top in the world, then you just get to see the guy who ran his mouth get shut up for 15 minutes or less. Yeah, absolutely. 25 minutes or less. Can you convince me that it's 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 not bad for society to watch people beat each other up? So here's where I'll say where MMA is 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 not horrible is because you have to break it down as these are people who are training and like you are defending yourself and the whole so this is where this is where another reason why I think UFC lost me is you had guys like Mazadolf, you had guys like Conor McGregor, you had guys who you're essentially teaching a sport of discipline and you're teaching a sport of Mazadolf. Uh, yeah, we're, we're not, not Matt. Uh, what's his name? The guy who fucking swung on a dude at a restaurant and and got. <laughs> Don't he won the bat, the the dude with the beard, and he he punched that Colby dude in the face outside of a restaurant. Oh, oh, Jorge Masvidal. Ma- well, yeah, that's yeah. that's just an instance of someone who is actually like crazy yeah. good at fighting. But what I'm saying is, is that here's people that are you're trying to enhance a sport of showmanship and class, and at the end of the day, you're getting in a cage to fight no. somebody. But you keep what is happening inside that cage. But when professionals are outside fighting in the streets. How do you expect society to turn around and say, well, how do we take your sport seriously? And how do we say you're, you're not like, if you're willing to do it in the streets, then what's the point of, ma- of us paying for you in the cage? But, but what about the millions of people tuning in just to watch somebody hit, watch people hit each other? Like is, can, can you convince me that that alone isn't bad for society? And, and I do think this kind of applies definitely less. So this is all the sports. best example, but football and WWE and, yeah, and all of that certainly falls in that, in that line. combat but has think, been, has been a form of entertainment since the beginning of time. Right. And when we were feeding poor people to lions, we were like, Oh, that's probably bad that we're enjoying watching that, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. do, well, they're not is, dying is it all that different. You know what I mean? A little bit. A little I mean, bit. sometimes it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no one has not ever taking died some in guy, the UFC octagon. Yeah. You're not uh, taking guys who are not trained and scrawny and small and then throwing them in there with a giant who's just destined to kill him. You know what I mean? Is like, it all that different? Absolutely. It is. It's a yeah. it's a See, I, I don't. I didn't think we would. You sound like me point. right now by by doubling down right now, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm still what I'm because what I mean is in the same way that the Coliseum was full of people watching violence, we are mm-hmm. tuning our television show to the to the show just to watch violence, and that's the part that I'm like. I'm not, and I, I mean, I've watched it. <laughs> I actively watch it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not convinced that that's good for society. Oh, I think yeah. it's. I think it's actually. I'd much rather watch two people fight in a cage, and then tell people that they can train and, and defend themselves and do it inside of a cage than people doing it in the streets. Once it gets in the streets, I, I'm not a fan of that. But but don't you think maybe watching it in the cage leads to people doing it on the streets? Yeah, but then you can say like because you listen, you play violent villa games, you're going to go shoot up a school. It comes down to your. It comes down to you as a person and making it making the right choices. I think that watching. I think that watching people fight in the octagon, seeing the skill, seeing someone's boxing ability, seeing someone's wrestling ability, seeing their jujitsu or song. I watch someone get choked out or knock out cold. I go, I don't want to experience that. And I'm going to leave it, that to professionals. I think that that has pushed more people into exercise. It has pushed people into learning those things, going like seeking out a Brazilian jujitsu gym in their area. And that leads to personal development and growth because you're not just, like, if I got up and I started going to these special gyms, it's not like I'm going to start fighting people in the street. Now I have someone who's teaching me how to do this. I'm learning to respect others. I'm, you know I'm, what happens a lot, too? and I Because I, I, I do spend a lot of time in bars. A lot of people start shooting their mouth off in a bar. They literally stop and go, I'm going to shut the fuck up. I don't know if this dude is a black belt yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. everyone's training now, like, or knows something. So everyone's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not going to get a fight. This guy's going to choke me out in front of the whole bar, and I'm going to look an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, the societal inequality that is removed from uh professional fighting sure, versus sure. the coliseum is sure. why i think it's not bad for society what's bad for i mean i mean if they just started like rounding up homeless people and like oh you want a house you want somewhere to live beat this guy up you know that was a thing for a while in the 90s it was a website oh bum fights yeah yeah man that was that was sad yeah that's pretty bad yeah. was, uh, i remember watching that. i was like this is crazy and i watched I, like dude hit another dude with a stop sign and split him wide open it was gross yeah, yeah. that's why you need rules that's why you need Herb Dean right in the middle of the octagon <laughs> calling it. Love that yeah. guy. <laughs> um, so let, let's we're getting close to the end here. If anyone has any other questions, please put them in the chat. But uh, I want to end this the way you guys kind of end this with uh, some recommendations. Give me some recommendations of things that people should go check out. Yeah, it's funny you say that because we haven't recommended anything in a while. <laughs> I know, but I like I like how you said that. Yeah, with that. yeah, no, that's fine. 
uh, I recommend reaching out to your friends. <laughs> That's what he does when he doesn't have one. <laughs> Re- like reconnecting, you know, um, hitting up your buddies. And whether it's to do something like Chris and I have done of creating a, a project to stay continually with each other or just to catch up. Because there's sometimes there's people you meet in your life who are there and then gone. But you can keep them around as much as you want You, you to touch base. And, and they'd appreciate it. It might feel like, well, they have reached out to me. Yeah, well, <laughs> if no one reaches out to anyone, then we'll all hate each other. But if you can yeah. be that person who takes that step and say, yeah, they haven't reached out to me. But just like me, I haven't reached out to them. I have a busy life. They probably have a busy life. Find out what's going on in their busy life. Even if it's talking, you talk to them one time and then you don't talk to them that person again for another three years. That's what I recommend. Love mm. that. Chris. Okay. Okay, I'm going to recommend communication then because um, because people don't conflict is like everywhere, right? You have conflict mm-hmm. with your mom and your sister and your spouse, your partner. Uh, I find nobody that just knows how to talk about their problems. They love to talk about to other people about their problems. But like you can this is what I say all the time. Um, gentleness and firm boundaries. This is how we need to interact as human beings with gentleness and firm boundaries. When we have a conflict, I need to come to somebody and say, Hey, this, what you're saying to me makes me feel a certain way, whatever, whatever. I'm going to have gentleness. And if they don't respect it, I'm going to have firm boundaries and say, well, if we can't do that, then I'm out of here. Um, I just can't, I just can't hear another person tell me why they're upset with somebody. And I said, well, what did you say to them? And they said, Oh, nothing, nothing. Yeah. They have no idea that you have this problem. And so, um, Communication. That is my recommendation. Love your cop outs. Yeah. Also, I I've... recommend the song Wait in the Truck good. by Hardy. That's good. a pretty good song. <laughs> and the movie Nope. That's a, that's a real good one. I just watched that the other day. I'm going to recommend yeah. The Woman King because it was incredible and is coming back into some theaters because it was a fan favorite. Was that and... the movie that completely lied about everything, though? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Like the actual woman king was like a horrible person. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like they like they did. Someone did like, research and like, wait a second. <laughs> like the vast majority slaves. of people <laughs> in history. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Problematic. Yeah. Um, oh, pantsuit oh, yeah. politics. I love that podcast. So check yeah, it out. I've never listened to it. I gotta check it out. Check it out. I'm gonna recommend Welcome Back. I, I think you guys nice. go check out Welcome Back. Uh, anywhere you find podcasts, check out Welcome Back. I have been fighting them tooth and nail to make a video version of that, uh, but it, no go yet. I've been trying to say, if you just go in here and talk audio-wise to each other and then just edit the video and then just pull the audio off it, you're doing the same thing and you get double the content. We spend yeah. $0 on our podcast. I don't like you looking at it. You would spend $0 using this because I would give you the information. <laughs> Even oh. though there's not a network, I still support you guys through it. Here. When we start the Diablo Brothers media conglomeration, yeah, we'll, we'll in. invite you into it. The joke was that you're going to secede from IWP and start your own thing, and now IWP. So I'm joining your team. You know, I'm Great. I'm I'm leeching off the back of you guys. You know what I mean? We'll start our own podcast network with Blackjack and Hookers. You know what? Forget the podcast network. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in. You had me at hookers. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Episode 31. Make sure you check the links below. Uh, And and like I said, follow Welcome Back on all social media. Welcome Back Wire. Uh, Also, anywhere you find podcasts, the Welcome Back. Give them a review. Tell them that you you heard them from the ABJ podcast and and, and start listening. Uh, You can listen to their most recent episode, or you can go back and listen to the past content. They're three seasons in. There are 70, 80 episodes around that mark. just recorded the 80th. Yeah, so it's not too far, and you can go back and support them. They're great dudes. I endorse them uh, so, so much. Uh, Like I said, you'll you'll listen to them, and you want to become a better person, and then you'll also laugh. You'll laugh the pain away with them. Nice. And if you're watching this because you came over from our channel, and this is your first experience with Anthony Blackwell Jr., the ABJ podcast. He's a great he's a great follow. He's a great interviewer. Be sure to follow here if you haven't already. Thank you so much. Okay. Guys, I love you guys to death. 
We're going to get out of here. I'll see you guys uh, next on this Thursday when I bring in Shelby Waters to the podcast, local independent wrestler, just starting her upside. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about her cool tattoos, her blue hair, and how one time on commentary I said she's going to bring in the blue wave. And then the, the next week, uh, yeah, it, it actually happened. The red wave Oof. did not happen. Trickle. because Yeah, the red trickle happened because of Shelby Waters in my commentary. And then we're ending the month with Adina Steele. So definitely check nice. out this month. All of next month is already completely booked up, um, which is exciting. And I think in April, I'm going to dial back to one episode a month instead of two a week. Or not, not one a month, sorry. One a Jeez. week and not two a week. Uh, <laughs> We're going to go from 10 episodes a month to one. That's what I'm saying, dude. I was literally like 10, 15. Like by the end of the year, I'm going to have 100 pieces of content out. It's like, it, do I keep pushing that? But I'll probably end up doing it because my work ethic is insane and I hate myself. It. Um, but like I said, tons of more stuff coming. If you can, like I said, go grab a t-shirt, throw a donation out there, support, support, support the Patreon. I'm really, really close to hitting that goal of, uh, where I need to be to get to my equipment. And I want to get those cameras so I can record and do stuff in other places. And, uh, one of these days, boys, I'm coming up to that Pittsburgh area. We're going to sit and do this. In Let's person. go. Sounds good All to right. me. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Here's some Billy Trey and we'll see you guys uh, on Thursday for the ABJ podcast 32. We'll be that do it. We'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs>